Good morning, and thank you for joining us today at the Bow Valley College Center for Entertainment Arts. My name is Mickey Amory, and I have the honor and the privilege of representing Calgary Cross as the MLA. I will also be the MC for today's event. It is always a pleasure to visit the Bow Valley College and to highlight some of the amazing opportunities this innovative institution has to offer. Thank you all for being here this morning. I would like to begin our event by inviting the Minister for Advanced Education, Dimitris Nikolaitis, to the podium to make an exciting announcement about supporting Albertans to attend post-secondary programs here and across Alberta. Minister Nikolaitis. Wow, well, fantastic. Uh, Mickey, thank you so much for the kind introduction. And, um, and, and Dr. Mwaba, thank you for um, hosting us at Bow Valley College and uh, more specifically this incredible space, the Center for, uh, for, for Entertainment Arts. It's just, just fantastic space. Uh, and also want to thank, um, um, uh, the, uh, uh, our HR student who will, who will be speaking a little bit later on as well. Drew, thank you for, for attending and participating with all of us here this morning. You know, over the past few weeks, um, I've had the privilege of visiting and, and attending many of our post-secondary institutions across Alberta, and I have to say it's really great to see students, staff, faculty, all buzzing around campus again and, um, and getting back to, to normal. And as well, as I've been traveling the province, everywhere that uh, I visit, and I think more broadly, everywhere that we look, we can see that Alberta's recovery plan is working. And we can see strong signs of economic growth and activity. In fact, our economy is expected to return to levels we haven't seen since 2014. And as uh, according to many analysts, we are leading the country in economic growth and will continue to lead the country in economic growth over the next year. And so it is indeed very exciting to see our province beginning to bounce back and this, uh, however, this rapid growth and this uh, rapid expansion of economic activity also presents some challenges. One of those is uh, a shortage of skilled labor. And indeed, uh, as, uh, as I travel the province, if I'm talking to professionals in veterinary medicine or in aviation or in film, television or creative arts, uh, the question of a shortage of skilled labor seems to be front of mind. And we've taken some steps to help address that. In fact, some very significant and historic steps. Last month, I was very honored to announce $171 million in funding over three years to create 10,000 additional spaces in our post-secondary institutions in high-demand programs like healthcare, aviation, film, television, engineering, tech, and more. And as I said, it's truly exciting. It represents the largest targeted enrollment expansion in Alberta history. And in order to meet the growing labor market needs, we need to continue to support our post-secondary institutions as they educate and train students for jobs in Alberta. Even as our economy takes off, affordability is always of great concern to Albertans and Canadians alike. Our students here in Alberta are no different. 
And with the rising cost of living, the dream of attending post-secondary is fleeting for some Albertans. Albertans, though, deserve access to the funding they need to be able to access post-secondary education. Because simply put, all Albertans deserve to have access to higher education, no matter their background. To this end, in 2021-22, we allocated $731 million to help over 98,000 Albertans attend post-secondary. And we provided over $54 million in grants to help low- and middle-income students. As well, in 2020, we introduced the Alberta Student Grant to help more low-income Albertans pursue post-secondary education. Again, affordability must not be a barrier to Albertans accessing post-secondary education. Now is the time we need more people to pursue post-secondary education and to join our skilled workforce. And that is why we are committed to ensuring our post-secondary system remains accessible to all Albertans, regardless of their financial need and circumstance, and we remain dedicated to aiding low-income Albertans. And that is why I am very excited to announce today that the government of Alberta will be investing $15 million over three years to create the New Beginnings Bursary. This new bursary will be in the form of a non-repayable support for low-income students to help them enroll in high-demand programs. We are indeed opening new doors and creating a level playing field where Albertans have equal access to education and opportunity. Now, let me tell you a little bit more about how this bursary will work. So, first and foremost, these funds will begin supporting students enrolling in the upcoming 2022-23 academic year. As well, each year for the next three years, the New Beginnings Bursary will provide 1,000 low-income students attending high-demand programs with a non-repayable bursary of $5,000 each to help cover the costs of education and other living expenses. As well... Students won't have to worry about directly applying to the bursary as the recipients will be automatically selected from our student loan uh, and student aid system matching their eligibility criteria. Secondly, eligibility for the new bursary will be based on applicants' family size and income. So, for example, a, a single person with no dependents would need to demonstrate an uh, income of uh, 33000 annually or less to qualify, but a family of four can demonstrate a household income of 66000 or less in order to qualify. The bursary is available for students, as I mentioned, uh, in identified high-demand programs where there is strong labor market needs, such as energy, technology, aerospace, aviation, finance, and more. In order to determine which programs the bursary is available in, we have considered labor market data, industry need, in-province retention rates, and student demand. Third and lastly, the bursary will not only give low-income students the opportunity to attend post-secondary education, but upon completion of their program, there will be tremendous demand for their skills as they enter the workforce. 
This means that Albertans receiving the bursary are very likely to be employed within six months of completing their degree. The training they receive will set them up for successful careers in key sectors of our economy. And so in closing, I want to reiterate that removing barriers to attending post-secondary education and creating opportunities will help Albertans find good-paying jobs to support their families and build stronger communities right here in our province. And so I encourage you all to find out more details about the New Beginnings Bursary and other scholarships and financial aid instruments that are available through the Government of Alberta by visiting alberta.ca. And in closing, again, a warm thank you and congratulations to Dr. Mwaba, all faculty and staff here at Bow Valley College for all the work that you do in helping to prepare your students for success in the future. Congratulations and thank you again for hosting us. Well, thank you very much, uh, Minister Nicolaitis, for that wonderful announcement. And I'm certain, uh, certainly uh, uplifting to see that affordability does not need to be a factor in pursuing future educational goals. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take this opportunity now to invite our next speaker to the podium. Uh, this individual is known to all of us. I'd like to invite Dr. Meshek Mwaba president and CEO of Bow Valley College, to say a few words. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Emily. Emily and uh, I want to thank Minister for choosing Bow Valley College to be the place where you make this exciting, uh, exciting announcement. I want to start uh, by just acknowledging nations with whom our college is fortunate to build relationships and learn from, that is the Blackfoot Confederacy, uh, Siksika, Ghanai, uh, Pikani, and Amiskapi, Pikani nations, as well as the Ehahena Koda, Wesley, Chiniki, and Biaspo First Nations, the Sutina First Nation, and Meti Region 3. I also want to acknowledge uh, the Bow Valley College uh, staff who are here with me. Thank you very much for finding time to, uh, to come here today to listen to this exciting announcement. And I, li I like the name, New Beginnings Buzzery. Um, let, me, let me talk a little bit about uh, our students because this is about students. Now, at Bow Valley College, if you walk um, uh, in the hallways, what are you going to see is really house on bustle. Uh, students hurrying to class, reviewing notes ahead of that all important exam, or sometimes trying to find ways of negotiating with the professors so that they can get uh, uh, grades and uh, look for the path of least resistance to graduation. We also see other scenes. Students socializing with friends, working on group projects, uh, informal learnings that happen everywhere. But what we don't see at first glance is everyone's access, everyone's story, everyone's uh, story of how they got here and what they are struggling with. Think of the single mom with heavy highs who in addition to her studies is basically working two jobs to make ends meet. 
Has she found a quiet spot on campus so that they can study? Think about the group of friends walking by, talking about how they can find a way of getting a second roommate so that they can actually uh, pay the rent. How do they continue with their studies? Prioritizing education brings many rewards, but it can also impose many burdens, affecting disproportionately greater than others. These are students who are low income. They've got uh, heavy challenges in their lives. They're thinking about rent. Um, They're thinking about child care. And all that acts as a burden, which is why today's announcement is very exciting to Bovale College. But I think I would um, I would argue that it's all the post-secondary institutions. This is about Alberta, not just Bovale College. Bursaries and awards reach students at post-secondary institutions, including uh, Bovale College, really at critical times when the alternative is to abandon hopes and actually just gave up. So not only will funding like this, the new buzzery, uh, the new beginnings buzzery, but it's really going to support those students academically. It's going to help offset costs like technology, child care, day-to-day financial uh, pressures. So simply put, financial assistance like this helps ensure that no student is left behind because of financial barriers and makes it abundantly clear that all learning counts for us at Bow Valley College. And really, Alberta needs individuals to get the skills so that we can get our economy uh, firing. Not only does financial award help students complete their studies at Bow Valley College, but it reminds them that they matter, that their journey matters, that they have a college community that they've got the community at large, that they've got the government that's behind and supporting them. So together, we are dedicated to bring down barriers to learning wherever they stand. As an access college, Bovale College really is about reducing and eliminating those barriers. In fact, it's one of our statements in our mission to remove barriers. So this announcement is extremely, extremely uh, rewarding to Bovale College. So, Minister, thank you very much for choosing Bovale College. Thank you very much to you and your colleagues in government for thinking about the low-income students and re- removing those barriers. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Mwaba, for those words. I would now like to welcome Dhruv Jani. Director of External Affairs for the Students Association of Bow Valley College to the podium to share a few words with all of us. Dhruv, come on over. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my name is Dhruv Jani. I'm the Director of External Affairs uh, at Student Association of Bow Valley College. And first of all, I would like to thank Mr. Minister for this amazing announcement. So SBBC is delighted to learn for these new bursaries for low-income learners, and we have all been there juggling with our assignments, uh, social lives, professional aspirations, and our part-time jobs. Like the foundation of our 
future in our college classrooms. And some of the best days that we live is in our college, but those days comes with certain stu student barriers, uh, barriers that are hard to shake. For instance, I would say uh, student costs, uh, test books, then student loans, and many more. Uh, thankfully, we are having these opportunities, such as scholarships and bursaries, um, to, re to relieve some of the stress faced by students everywhere. And we are lucky to, to be supported by student associations who are donating $65,000 every year and uh, to, to our uh, ca campus community and Bowelli College, who is supporting us with more than 300 awards per, per year. So thank you so much. Uh, Bowelli College. However, even uh, with all this presence of this program, I would say the students who is working nights to get by, uh, students who is raising a family, who is raising a family and who is single mother, students who just arrived in Canada with almost no opportunity or like limited opportunity to work, they still exist. And uh, the funding announced today will undoubtedly go a long way in supporting students who need financial aid the most. On the behalf of Student Association of Poveli College, we look forward to the positive impact that this will make on students facing financial needs and financial insecurities moving forward. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. And once again, thank you so much, uh, Minister, and thank you so much for your colleagues and government as well. We appreciate that a lot. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Drew, for sharing your important perspective and congratulations on your accomplishments so far. I wish you all the success in your future endeavors. This investment here today, ladies and gentlemen, will make a real difference in the lives of low-income students struggling to cover tuition and living costs while attending quality post-secondary programs. Thank you, Minister Nicolaides, once again for creating this important support and also to Dr. Mwaba and Drew for your presentations here this morning. Folks, this concludes the speaking portion of today's announcement. I would like to now invite the Minister, Press Secretary, to coordinate the media Q&A. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Emily Amory. Um, I don't believe we... Sorry. Um, we'll start off in the room here. I know we have a few media here today. If you would like to ask a question, if you can make your way to the mic at the back. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to readjust the camera when you step up. Uh, if I can just ask you a question. My name is Dave Wilson. I'm with CBC News. Um, certainly you've been talking about affordability granted and, you know, you go into restaurants on the street, people you know in terms of what students, regardless of those that are eligible for this latest bursary and those that aren't, um, I, you know, I, get a, I certainly get a sense in terms of the challenges that they're facing, food, gas, all of us are facing this. Uh, tuition comes up a lot, concerns about this. I think earlier this spring we saw some, uh, in terms of exceptional tuition increases for programs and so on. Broadly speaking, for those that do qualify this, uh, for this and those that don't, what are you identifying as some key priorities in terms of a trying address to address those concerns? I'm sure that for the thousand students, I guess 3,000 over three years, I think they're going to be happy to receive this kind of assistance. But more broadly speaking, I mean, as the, as, as the minister, what are you seeing here as some of the more onerous challenges that they're facing 
the average student out there, and also what are your priorities and what are you planning to do about that in terms of addressing those concerns? <laughs> sure. No worries. You have a lot on your plate. <laughs> um, juggling many things. So, you know, uh, it, it's a very good question, and there's no question that, uh, as you mentioned, students, just like every Albertan and, and more broadly, I think, Canadians, are uh, facing challenges as it as it relates to cost of living. As you said, we're seeing gas prices increase. We're seeing cost of food increase. And that's being felt by students as well. So, indeed, today's announcement is one step. Creating this new bursary will help additional students receive significant financial, uh, non-repayable financial assistance. Uh, but apart from that, we are taking other measures. So we, um, in, in Budget 2022, there's additional funding for many of our existing scholarships. Most of them, um, as an example, are demand-driven. Like, take, for example, the Rutherford Scholarship. Um, it's a demand-driven program. And uh, if, you, if you qualify as a student, if you meet those, those great averages over your, your high school period, you're eligible for, for that scholarship, as an example. So there's a lot of pressure on, the, on those scholarships as, as more and more students are coming into the system. So we are making more dollars available to, uh, to those existing scholarships as well. We've also recently made some changes to, um, to student loans, to uh, allow more students to be able to access loans and, and change some of the loan parameters. I, I was hearing from students that um, maybe part-time students weren't able to access some of the student loan uh, options or that the loan limit amounts were, were insufficient. And so we've responded to some of that feedback that we've heard from students and we've made some adjustments to those. So I guess the short answer is we are taking a very close look at what what is available through student aid and what can we do to uh, strengthen student aid to help students uh, receive the financial support that they need in order to complete their studies. So, uh, and there's there's more. We're still we're still looking at again the suite of student aid offerings to see if there's more that we can do there. Uh, so these are just some steps in that direction. Yeah, well, well, I would say that the government of Alberta is prepared to do what, what we're doing now, which is to, to provide more support to students, to provide more, uh, not just in, in repayable student financial assistance, but also in non-repayable financial assistance. Uh, we are prepared to do that, as, as we're doing here today. Um, as well, you know, there, we continue to maintain a cap on tuition levels that, that continues to, to remain in place as, as it stands today. Tuition in Alberta is below the national average. We remain um, very, very competitive. The other thing that I would say is a strong and, and robust economy creates opportunities and helps ensure that students have opportunities when they complete whatever program they're in right here at home so that they can uh, enter the workforce, uh, achieve success, 
And as you know, over the past three years, uh, the Alberta's government has been working incredibly hard to help establish that foundation to create a strong economic opportunity. I think we're really starting to see the signs of that now. And so I would say to students more broadly that the future is incredibly bright. There's, there's more that we need to, in terms of you know, economic opportunity and job opportunity, the future is incredibly bright. There's more that we need to do from a financial assistance standpoint, and uh, we're happy to do that as we're doing today. Thank you. Uh, we'll now go to the phones operator. Could you put through the first caller? Dean Bennett, Canadian Press. Thanks. Good morning, Minister. I'm wondering, and it certainly sounds like a laudable program, but I'm trying to understand why you would make a distinction between, oh, this, this program is worth the funding and this program is not. I.e., I mean, I heard off the top, if it's demand-driven, if it's more of a financial technical thing, you'll fund it. But if it's more of an arts thing, it sounds like you won't. Why the distinction? And, and sir, can I ask you also to answer, because in the light of the you – you have to say that uh, these programs are, are very valuable. All arts programs are valuable. And in fact, I will look at your CV, sir. I mean, you've got an MA in international relations uh, – or, sorry, a BA, an MA in conflict studies, and a PhD – and as you say, this stuff all helped, uh, you know, solve, uh, help build peace in Cyprus. So I would say, uh, you know, an arts degree certainly does have merit, wouldn't you think? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, the, e- each degree, each academic opportunity uh, gives um, gives students uh, something a little bit different. You know, I think just reflecting on my my own experience and when I talk to others in um, uh, faculty in, in fields like political science, uh, I know one of the things that it, it really uh, helped me to strengthen was were communication, critical thinking skills, and I know and, and other you know other skills. And I know oftentimes a lot of faculty and, and students in those programs um, espouse those virtues as as key benefits of their program. And those are incredibly important skills uh, for anyone to foster and and develop. In looking at the development of this new bursary, the uh, and to your uh, question of you know why. Uh, why limit to, to the programs that we have? Well, as I mentioned, there are very specific areas where we're seeing some significant challenges, where we need more graduates, quite, quite simply put. We need more students to choose a variety of different fields, as I've mentioned earlier, because we're simply not producing enough graduates in those areas, and that's going to uh, have impact in key areas of our economy. If we're not producing enough folks in film and television, if we're not producing enough folks in tech, in aviation and agriculture and energy, uh, it's going to uh, create challenges in our economy. And it's interesting, I, I recently had an opportunity to sit down with the Minister of Higher Education uh, with the government of Iceland. And it was really interesting, um, you know, thousands of uh, kilometers apart, uh, we, we were, we were uh, talking about the same challenges and we were, uh, they're experiencing some of the same challenges about how to encourage students to participate in in the trades or in other areas of the of the economy and the workforce where there aren't as many people participating as their economy needs. So I think it's not just an Alberta problem, but it seems to be much more of a global problem. So that's that's the intent here is to help uh, help incentivize and encourage students uh, to to look at some of these high demand programs. And did you have a follow up there, Dean? Yeah. Sorry, Minister, doesn't that seem a bit narrow, though? I mean, so basically, you look at your, your arts path, and look how much you've succeeded with that. And now you're up there announcing a program that won't help low-income kids 
follow the same path that you did. Don't you think maybe you should rethink this and reopen this uh, to uh, to all students and all programs? Yeah, well, well as I mentioned, the, the priority and the focus is to help encourage and, and, and um, students to, to look at these areas where, again, we, we need to see uh, uh, more students graduate. And not just not just from the standpoint of that, that, um, that sector of the economy needs to see more graduates, but it's also areas, um, as we mentioned, where we know they'll have a very strong um, success and have strong prospects of being employed as, as quickly as uh, six months after graduation. Um, but, but of course, you know that that doesn't limit students. Students have availability to choose any program and um, and participate in any field of studies. And there are, as I mentioned earlier, a variety of different financial instruments to help and support them in uh, in those journeys. Whether it's in political science, international relations, uh, arts, or um, or in energy or film and television. So there are there are financial supports and instruments available for all Albertans for any program that they so choose. Thank you. And it doesn't appear that we have any more questions today. So that'll wrap up the media Q&A part of this announcement. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. Great. Thanks.